Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along to our third from last race of the 2022 Porsche Carrera Cup North America with Visit Cayman Islands. John Hindorf in the booth with you. We have a packed booth at the moment. I'll introduce the rest of our guests at the moment. Uh, Sean Salmon, he's been uh, helping out throughout the weekend and thank you very much for that. And a big thanks as well to our Apex crew on site for the sound and vision, particularly our camera operators who've had pretty much every single uh, type of weather across the world. And of course, up in Charlotte, as ever, the NASCAR Productions team passing it on to the world uh, with our IMSA radio crew back over in London as well. Good to have your company. Uh, it has become very interesting indeed at the top of the championship. Will Bamba from Mark uh, MDK, the uh, Mark Vamez team, talking to one of his drivers down there on the grid. Let's uh, quickly look at how they'll line up. We've got 33 cars on the grid with Grady Willingham starting at the back in the number uh, 21 car. Then it's Craig Conway and Joe Lombardo in the 97 and 92. Uh, on the 15th row of the grid on the inside, John Gertz and uh, John Getz, excuse me, and uh, Tom Collingwood for BGB Motorsports. Uh, one row further ahead, Jeff Myshak for Goldcrest and Richard Edge for ACI Motorsport. Bill Smith is back and got some points yesterday for top racing. He's got Kyle Washington on the inside of that 13th row alongside him. Uh, leader in the Pro-Am category, Mark Kwame for MDK Motorsports. has got Conor Flynn for Irish Mike Racing alongside him. That's a 43 in the 95. Jeff Mosing is on the inside of row 11. He's got Jeff Gordon alongside him. Yes, that Jeff Gordon, Hendrick Performance Group. Uh, for the first time in ooh, six or seven years, Jeff Gordon came out of retirement yesterday uh, and raced uh, into just about the top 20 uh, of the race yesterday. Getting some, uh, getting some more practice uh, and some more experience here today. On row 10, Marco Cironi for Mark Mortis is on the inside. Matt Holcomb is on the outside. Adam Adelson and PJ Hyatt share row 9. Row 8, Alan Metney for Kelly Moss and Kurt Swearingen in the 17 green and black car. Varanchowski and for Wright Motorsport in P13 and P14. It's Efren Castro leading the uh, Pro-Am category runners on this grid. Dimitri Tamakos is in P11 and P12, Michael McCann for McCann Racing. Inside the top 10 now, TJ Fisher on the inside of row 5, Grant Tolke for ACI Motorsports find himself on the outside in 10th position. In 7th position, Michael McCarthy has Travis Wiley for company on row number 4. 
Row three, Trenton Estep, championship contender for MDK Motorsports, has Lee Keane in the red 311 RS Motorsports, number 12, alongside him. Top four now, Riley Dickinson on the inside of row number two for Kelly Moss Road and Race with the uh, British youngster, first time in this championship, or has been playing his trade uh, for the Porsche Carrera Cup GP this year, Matty Graham uh, in the MDK Motorsports machine. Matty from Stamford, I'm up in Northumberland. And on the front row, as we had yesterday, Kai Van Berlo and Parker Thompson. That's Kai on pole position. He had the best, second best time. And uh, Parker Thompson had the second best, second best time. It was a single qualifying session, so that's how it all worked out. Quickly have a look at what's going on in the championship. Well, Kai Van Berlo was assessed to drive through penalty for the dive down the inside of his teammate Riley Dickinson yesterday. That dropped him down, and although he came into the weekend leading the championship points, he now trails Parker Thompson by 11 points. Uh, Further 18 back uh, is... uh, is Trenton Estep in third place and another 33 back. That's 61 off the lead. Is Riley Dickinson. Uh, it looks like it's going to be those three uh, at the top of the championship. Alan Metney leads Efren Castro in the Pro-Am ranks by 19 points after yesterday's race. And it's 11 points now, the lead between Mark Kwame and John Getz with Bill Smith 36 points further back in the championship two races to go after this one we won't decide anything this weekend but we might know who's got one hand on some of those trophies it's time to ask the teams to leave the pit lane except for any uh, essential personnel to start the cars we had a good grid walk uh, earlier on we're under four under five minutes to go before the start of this race And I am delighted to say that joining me in the booth all the way from Utah is young Talon Bell, who in a moment or two will give the command. Talon, have you ever been to uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway before? No. No? How are you enjoying it? I love it. It's great. And you're going to come back? Yes. And you're going to be a race car driver someday, not just talk to race car drivers, actually be one? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, he says. Well, it's Tanner Bell, his dad, who's going to wave the green flag. But now it's time for those famous words. Racers, start your engines. On the money. No, I might be out of a job. We're both out of a Shall we just go now and leave this young man? They're getting younger. <laughs> Play-by-play commentators getting younger every day. They certainly are. Well done. Well done. You can stay here and watch if you like as well. Talon Bell gives the command. We are up and running. Uh, By the way, the only other championship I didn't mention there uh, at uh, the rundown was the entrance point standings. Kelly Moss Road and Race have a 12-point advantage over MDX Racing with 21 further back. So 33 uh, off the JDX Racing, uh, MDK Motorsports in third, 33 back from the lead. So a big turnaround this weekend, Sean, already. Got to wonder if Kai Van Berlo should have maybe settled for that third position yesterday. He would have had a single-digit lead coming into the day, but that penalty has now means he's 11 points behind Parker Thompson in the shell car. They'll be starting alongside on the front row of the grid. Well, you know, yesterday with Kai Van Berlo, you know, we're almost inside two minutes left in the race. He was finding some pressure. He was seeing the leader get a little more of a gap. Not a lot of time to go. He's like, I got to do something. I understand that. I 
get it. You're like, man, you, you're just watching the watching leader go away. He wants that championship so bad, and so he he really did something about it. Was it what he did was right? Obviously, no. The powers of be felt that it wasn't. I understand his frustration. I get that, but at the same time, as a professional driver and things like that, it's very hard sometimes to keep your emotion out of away from your ability and what you can do on the track. And uh, it's a lot easier, John, for me to sit up there and say this and talk oh, yeah. about it than it is to actually do it. So, in my opinion, still a Kai Van Burle fan. I still think it's great. I love his desire to win and his desire to move forward. He just may have, may have gone about it a little bit uh, rougher than what uh, Race Control thought was okay. I'm on the fifth floor of the Pagoda earlier on today, just before lunch. I had a word, and we did a little uh, meet and greet with Kai van Berlo and you know you don't stop I said to him look you don't stop being a good driver for one incident like that right. said, I know he said you know maybe I just need to take a breath he was very honest about it but very positive coming forward good. into this 11 points it's 25 points for the win 20 points for second so you know there is a decent swing between first and second so yeah. there's enough for him to pull back the gap if he wins the last three races even if Parker Thompson's second in the last three races the championship would go to Kai van Berlo. So, so the opportunity is still there. This is by no means over. And, and there, there's qualifying points as well. Correct. So we still have to qualify for and two more lap. races yep. coming up here uh, for a few weeks. So we've got our fastest lap points. So is there an opportunity to win it? Like you said, it's absolutely there is mathematically. And I'm not getting where mathematically it's close to possible. It's very, very possible. And, uh, you know, and he's going to, uh, over in between now and going to the last final rounds, don't think uh, an hour is going to go by where he didn't think about, he's not going to think about that incident. But, you know, the, the key is in, in the, the, the championship competitors that we have, uh, you know, in this series and in any major series, uh, it's a matter of not just being the best driver in the car, but being the best driver mentally and not allowing that stuff to get to you. We've all made mistakes. It's a full season. It's yes. not a single race. It isn't a shootout now. It won't be a shootout until possibly the final race at Michelin Raceway uh, at uh, Road Atlanta at the beginning of next month. You know, John, uh, he could go after this race. He can go over and talk to, to, he can go over and talk to Jeff Gordon and say, hey, man, all the championships you won, all the things you've done, you have you ever made a mistake in one of those, ser- one of those seasons? He's going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you just got to keep your mental game together and move forward. So for the second time of asking this weekend, we have the 33 cars, Justin Oaks and Hutton McKenna, uh, not on the grid this weekend. If you were wondering why we didn't mention those guys, the green flag is in the hand of Tanner Bell. Will he do as good a job as that, as talented with the driver start command? Tanner part of the... Uh, Ragnar race that we had here on foot. The green flag is in the air. Yeah, pretty good job. And down towards the first oh. corner, right down, hugging the inside wall. That's Kai Van Berlo. Parker Thompson has uh, been dropped from oh. second. Through goes Dickinson. Dickinson from row two goes into the lead. Straight on for the MDX car. That was uh, Matty Graham, I think. He'll rejoin. Now he's going to come out right in front of the cars. He'll have to drop back a little bit in that number 91 car uh, that was Manny Graham for MTK Motorsports 
So it is the number three of Kai Van Berlo cycled back to the front. Here comes Estep across the curbs at turn six. One, two, three, four, five, six across the track and off the track as they came out of turn six. The gloves are off here. Nobody's saving their cars for another race this weekend. My goodness me. And there goes the number six of Estep off the road. That's the white, black and gold car right up alongside the number 12 of Lee Keane in the red 311 RS car. Well, what, what a start from Kai Van Berlo. Matty Graham has somehow, having missed the first corner, cycled back up into second position. He did redress. He did redress and drop back down through the field. There's, my, oh. there's the uh, number seven car going off of Mike McCarthy with the lilac trim on the front of that white and green Kelly Moss Roden race. And coming through now into third position... That looks like the Apex Capital car of TJ Fisher. It is. Down to the pit wall again. Two different schools of thought here. TJ Fisher in the GT Silver car with the red front bumper. Round the outside, the shell top up car. Down into turn one, Parker Thompson tries to make that, that position stick. Trenton Estep was down in sixth at one position there. At one point there, he's fighting his way back through at the front of the field, side by side, and Dickinson goes back through into the lead on his teammate with Kai Van Berlo in second. Matty Graham now in third. Parker Thompson fourth. TJ Fisher, Estep Keane, DeMarcos into eighth. Michael McCann, Travis Wiley make up your top ten. Can't take your eyes off this one to even get into the Pro Am and Am categories, but I'll tell you, Efren Castro's ahead of Alan Metney and Mark Varmi is ahead of Jeff Myshak. Now, what's going to happen here, Sean? Because at the moment, Kai Van Berlo in second position. If he's going to have one of the top four ahead of him, it's the best possible person to have. That's Absolutely. Riley Dickinson, because in terms of points, he's the furthest back. So I don't think he has to worry right now in second place. Right now, there's a couple things I picked up on just in that last lap and a half. One, as you were saying right now, Van Berlo, that, that's where he wants to be. This is the best situation for him. Another thing is... Uh, Kelly Moss Road Race, what a great team. No love lost between those teammates whatsoever at any point in time. Another thing is we just saw Michael McCarthy coming around and uh, going into 12, going real wide off the grass. I don't believe, we'll, we'll see if this gets reviewed, I don't believe he did that all on his own. Okay. Uh, we, we had the uh, the red car coming in. we got a car around right now. I, I'm not sure. It might have been TJ Fisher. But they were some definite contact right there going into oh, 12. Oh, Estep. Championship implications. Oh, Trend and Estep is out. We've got source Parker Thompson. Parker Thompson oh. out as well. There's been at least two or three car contact there. So Estep in the uh, six, the nine of Parker Thompson. He's had a great run with three victories in the last four races. He's out. Who else? It was Demacos, I think, the other car involved in that in turn one. So a real schmozzle there down in turn one. Full course yellow for stranded cars. Riley Dickinson leads from Van Berlo. Then Matthew Graham, Matty Graham from Northumberland, from Stamfordham. Oh, it was just a straight wow. on. I thought Absol- there was a combination. Look, oh. Right front wheel. Right front wheel was off the car, or was that as... Was that effect or was it cause? That's a huge off. Yeah, that was that was a big off right there. And I don't know if it was a mechanical failure or if that was due to what had happened. But right now, 
uh, if I'm Kai Van Brulo after, you know, who I've got in front of me, after what just happened with these cautions, and I'm aware of that, I'm doing a little jig in the car right now. Well, I mean, that's his two major championship contenders are out. Ju- just absolutely huge for him. And uh, it, it's just a matter of right now, Kai Van Brulo, he's just got to play it really cool right now. And as we were talking about the mathematics of the championship with only two more rounds to go after today is over and done with, uh, Wow. I mean, the gods are shining down on him. I, I don't think Parker Thompson has made it round the lap. I, I think he's come to a halt uh, onto the back straight. Yeah, there yeah. he is. So the nine car hasn't made it round either. There's a, uh, there's a witness mark on the right-hand side door that somebody's... That is somebody's uh, tyre. Now, oh, that has... Ah, right. Right so and I'm left suggest, side. I'm going to suggest here there's been... Uh, there's been right front to left rear contact yep. between the left rear of that number nine Shell Tubb car from Parker Thompson and the right front of Trent and Estep's car. I'm not sure how Dimitri Dimakos in the number 12, the black car uh, with the red cross on the hood, I'm not sure how that was involved. It was all down coming into the braking area in turn one. But at the moment, Kai van Berlo is the only one of the top three who are still in this. Wow. Wow. So that that was an issue. So that was an issue from way back for Trent and Estep. He either had a brake problem or just completely missed his braking point. He actually clipped the wall with the left front, trying not to hit anybody, but there just wasn't enough room. And he's just clipped the rear left of that car that we saw stranded a moment or two ago being the number nine of uh, of Parker Thompson so, so second uh, so leader in the championship excuse yes. me coming into this Parker Thompson and third in the championship Trent and Estep are scoring a big fat nothing yeah. or very little anyway in this uh, in this contest yeah, I don't think they'll get any points either with, of those with two one of three lo- rounds to go a goose egg is not what you want to be scoring right Ooh. here but I will say you know, coming out with that instant going into one I, I have a feeling maybe the, uh, maybe that uh, he lost that tire and that is why we saw that brake fluid which I believe is all over could be cool as well but uh, something down there I would imagine brake, brake fluid I think that tire may have come apart on him tore the uh, brake line out as well and then it was all over from there um, and then going back as well. Now I'm looking. I'm pretty confident. Now that we got to see the way things uh, are packed up here, getting ready for a restart in a bit. Pretty sure that was T.J. Fisher and Mike McCarthy that had that problem a couple laps ago, going into 12. Now keep in mind, uh, the two of them were not real happy with each other when they left Long Beach a while back. True. True. Um, and so when you think about you know uh, you know everyone, no matter how professional a race series is, as far as a racer, a lot of times you're like, well, let's we'll, we'll talk about this more when the helmet's on. And uh, we're out on the track. Very possible that could be part of the problem as well as far as that goes. So there's a lot of stuff unfolding and quite the story it is from weeks ago at past races all the way down to right now in championship chases. Uh, And all of it uh, is uh, quite the story unfolding. I'm looking forward to flipping into the next chapter here as we go green racing here in a little bit. If uh, if it stays as it is at the moment, Kai Van Berlo would have 268 points uh, check that actually because he had the, the pole position he would have 270 points to Parker Thompson's 259 because Parker's not adding anything on 25 points for first 20 17 14 
12, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, down to 15th. Nothing from 16th on down. Two points for Paul, one point for the fastest race lap. Well, as the clear-up goes on, let's just remind ourselves of that hectic start. Yeah. We had one, two, three, four Porsches across. And, oh, big, big bump between the teammates as Dickinson went down the inside. Van Berlo did the cutback. Graham goes straight, straight. Straight on for the 91, who comes back in. That's Matt Graham. He drops back to fourth, nearly fifth position. Uh, and then manages to fight his way forward from there. And that, dear viewer and listener, that was only the start of it. <laughs> that was actually the least bonkers part of the first two and a half laps. Absolutely. You know, this it's unbelievable, the Porsche Carrera Cup in North America uh, by CaymanIslands.com. Uh, the entertainment it gives you. Uh, especially at a track like this, which, which is such a fun track that offers so much excitement here. For them to go five, arguably six wide, uh, going down the front stretch into turn number one. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, absolutely unbelievable. And I tell you what, John, it makes our job quite easy. We're, we're not here looking for words. <laughs> well, that is very true. I did say to Kai Van Bola, will you tell uh, the other four of you that you've made our job easy this year? All right, so what happened here? You see... There's already damage to the right-hand side. Demacos right. just got spun around, so he wasn't uh, involved in that per se, other than I think he got hit. And I've got to say, I don't think Parker Thompson was uh, in, uh, a part of that either, other than Trent and Estep came upon him at virtually unabated speed. The question for me, and I, I would not have expected Trenton to... Uh, make such a fundamental decision uh, 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 error there on his braking uh, that that he arrived so quickly. So had he already had some side by side contact, which had taken a tire out, that would massively decrease his braking potential. Certainly coming down into turn one, and he did try. Give uh, look, you've got to give him his due for this. He did try to stay out the way. Estep was right on the wall. He could not have been any further over to the left-hand side. He comes in at wow. such a speed, and he's just clipped the left rear, and then into the tyres. Just clipped the left rear of the shell car, and then into the tyres. Um, wow, 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 yeah, wow. He knew he had a problem long before we did. Yeah, uh, yeah and, well, and, yes. And I will, I will say kudos to him for keeping his problem to himself for the most part. It could have been much uglier if he tried to dive in there. But uh, I, I think he had some damage from earlier on, and that damage got to a certain point point. said, I've had enough of this, and uh, that's where everything let go. But uh, kudos for him for making the best out of not taking more people out of that race. So let's just recap the situation. The championship leader at the start of this race, Parker Thompson, on 259 points, had an 11-point advantage over the man who started on pole, being Kai Van Berlo. So, man, I mean, quite extraordinary. Kai had the pole position, so he already closed two of those points back. So he was sitting on 250 once we got away. So that was nine. But Park is not going to add anything to his score. Neither right. is what was third place driver at Trenton Estep. He's stuck on 230 points. So he's not going anywhere. I've already filled that in on my sheet <laughs> for later on. Riley Dickinson 
sits down in fourth position on 197. As it stands at the moment, he'd net 25 points for the win. That would take him to a 223. So he's within striking distance, a third in the championship as it stands right now. And Van Berlo in second does need needs no heroics whatsoever. No. None whatsoever here because it, another 25 points, even without the, the fastest lap, is going to give him pretty much... Uh, what would he end up on? What did I say? He was on 250. Uh, that is going to give him 270. So he's going to go... That, that's a 22-point swing that we, we're going to go. That's huge. Now, now, at the same time, too, the conversation we had before we went to green about, you know... The, Points that are up for grabs in between now and the next two rounds coming up. We were talking about Kai Van Burley, KB Com. Now we can have that same conversation and flip, you know, flip it around. And you know, and, and so it's not over. Still not over. But boy, uh, that that was certainly a uh, massive hindrance to Thompson and the step. And uh, Kai Van Burley right now needs, as you said, no heroics. Needs to take any hint of frustration he may have had left in his head and let that go out the window. Oh, yeah. And just relax. Now, Mark Kwame is leading in pro-arm. He came into this green flag with an 11-point advantage over John Getz. And at the moment, Kwame leads. So that would stretch by another five points as it stands at the moment. Bill Smith, the only driver really... Uh, other driver still in contention. He's 47 away from the lead. Bill's in third position at the moment. So Kavami, Mark Kavami, just starting to perhaps feel he's back in control of the championship. Efren Castro is ahead of Alan Metney, so at the moment he would be taking five points out of the 19 that he is behind at the moment. That's how it stands now. I'll keep trying to keep you up to date with the arithmetic but it's not my strong suit as anyone who knows me uh, will attest it was a double period on Friday afternoon when I was at school uh, and frankly I often wasn't there uh, safety car has pulled in we're going back to green flag and it's a super super restart from Riley Dickinson from Van Burlo, from TJ Fisher in third place in that Apex Capital car. Lee Keane defending to the inside as Matt Graham tries to come round the outside. Buffalo Gals, he's gone round the outside there in turn one. And Matt Graham has really made his uh, presence felt in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands. Uh, he's been a three race wins already for him this season in 992 over in the Carrera Cup in Great Britain which supports the British Touring Car Championship in front of huge crowds they've got the 992 for the first time this year and he's using that experience very very handily indeed so Dickinson Van Berlo Fisher Graham Keane McCann Chosky McCarthy Torquay and Wiley your top 10 they're all pro cards Castro and Metney, then an interloper of Adam Adelson, and off's gone Kyle Washington. Wow. Oh, he'll get out of there, I think, uh, on the grass. We'll stay green. We are staying green. And that's down at turn number seven again. Too much curb on the inside for Kyle of turn seven, and that is... Most of the curbs here are pretty flat and pretty benign. That one isn't. It's like nope. a small garden wall. And... That's just pitched him up there. 
So the two Kelly Moss road and race drivers, surely being talked to by their respective crew chiefs, no need to do anything silly. This is good news for the Edmonds Championship, great news for the championship, for both of them, actually. This is probably the best result that Kelly Moss could have with Riley Dickinson, who's currently in fourth in the championship, pulling himself back into championship contention if it ends the way it is right now. Van Berlo would take the lead of the championship with uh, 56 more points to go before the end of the season. Uh, Dickinson has the fastest lap. He took that yesterday as well from memory. As you see right now, sitting right down here just beyond pit lane, some of the Kelly Moss Road and Race teams that are racing for children's. Uh, Mr. Stone there as well, up there watching uh, the big screen and the broadcast, probably along the lines of what you and I are talking right now, saying, hey, listen, we need the team. you got to talk to the drivers right now. Just tell them, relax. This is what we need. This is a first and second place. This is a, a big, massive assistance towards the championship for Kai. We've just got to become. But behind them, they have a very very wound up and a hungry for a win Fisher sitting in P3 right now and uh, that's a competitor that he's going to do what he needs to do to get himself not just on a podium but get himself that victory um, so there's an awful lot of pressure right there as well I think what, what plays into the hands at the moment is they're gone and the, the battle is actually for second, third and fourth behind yes. TJ Fisher Matt Graham has got a flapping uh, cover at the front of the car it's the uh, hatch if you will there it has got a couple of air vents in that to push the air through the radiators and over the top of the car and at top speed there which is nearly 170 miles an hour by the way down the front straight so these guys are holding the mail Fisher just with a little perhaps a little aerodynamic disadvantage there excuse me uh, Matt Graham with an aerodynamic uh, disadvantage and watch out for Lee Keane as well in that number 12 Pro car for 311 RS, that's the bright red car. Further back, the battle in Pro Arm sees Efren Castro in 11th position, and the GT Silver iFly number 99 is just there, maybe two or three lengths behind. Now, again, you know, Allen has got a good lead, came in with 19 points to the good. He, he could lose five of them quite easily here and still feel confident going in to Road Atlanta these two keep each other in sight did in last year's championship Efren Castro came through with a great run towards the end of the season and Alan had a horrible weekend at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta seeing the championship disappear from him in the last race of the uh, horrible way to lose a championship great way to win it though well, and the thing is, too, with Alan Manny, uh racing a couple different classes here this weekend at uh, Porsche Sports Car Together Fest. Uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend has not necessarily been amazing for him. He did have a podium yesterday, yes, I know, but just a podium in that class in a third place, that's not where he wants to be. Had some big trouble earlier this morning. Has that gotten out of his head? Can he put that behind him and move forward? Because right now, losing five points uh, to Castro for the championship, is it the end of the world? No, it's not. It's not with a 19-point lead. But that doesn't mean you want to give that up with only two rounds left to go. Anything can happen. And as but you said last year, oh. bad, bad, bad things happening for uh, for Alan Mentney in the last final two rounds. He needs to leave here with as many points as he can. It means he needs to get in front of Castro. Yeah, he does not need to end up in the wall. No. No, that, that would be very bad. Then hand the initiative over to Efren. And to be honest, uh, Efren, doughty competitor, 
um, if he has his nose in front, uh, you know, it's, that's going to be difficult to prize that back from yep. him. OK, let's go back to the front of the field where Riley Dickinson is cruising along. He has the fastest lap of the race, 126 flat. Well, that's all right. Kai van Berlo with only two new tyres left for this race. He put them on the left-hand side of the car beforehand. I want to mention that beforehand, but he did tell me that when we were having our meet and greet earlier on. Then it's TJ Fisher. He's got his mirrors full of Matt Graham and Lee Keane. And that's the battle for third, fourth and fifth. And I think that Michael McCann's gaining on that. That might be a four-car battle for third on down in a moment or two's time. McCann, who's bringing Vern Chorksky with him, the right motorsport. That's the uh, number 13 car, the white with red and black on it. Onto the back straight now. Well, there's actually two... Two groups of three yes. and trying to get on the back of that is Grant Tolkien in that uh, very distinctive bright green and black car. So we could any second now, I think with a lap or two, if that, uh, if that number eight car of Michael McCann keeps on coming, that's the GT Silver and Red car, we're going to have seven cars, Sean, battling for the third step on the podium. And, you know, what I'm curious about is uh, just a year ago this weekend, uh, Michael McCarthy and Grant Talkie had a very similar battle right here in a oh, different championship. Yes, yeah. absolutely. In the in the Sprint Challenge Championship uh, for the Platinum Championship and for the Gold. They both had those perspective championships wrapped up, but the two of them in this order with Michael McCarthy being in front, Grant Talkie being behind them, uh, all weekend long, that's how they ran on top of one another. Are they able to use that? And they're buddies, and they train together. They, they do some karting together. Uh, they've done a lot of things in the last year together away from just the actual racetrack itself. Is that something where they learned from each other last year and they can use each other to now be like, okay, uh, slingshot engaged. Let's do the best we can to move up uh, beyond these guys because they have worked. Look at to the inside, McCarthy. A little bit of contact right there. Gets the drivers pushed a little bit wide. Sets up McCarthy going into three to the inside. Can he capitalize on that? He's still pushing. He's trying. He may pick up a spot right here. Put him to the inside of this as well. He can stay flat through six. That's to make a difference. McCarthy moves up a spot. Grant Talkie stays where he is. He's got the best seat in the house, John. Yeah, grandstand seat for that one. Still no change at the front. There's six-tenths of a second, so let's call it half a second between the two Kalimos Roden Race teammates. And down to turn seven. There's a little bit of contact between two cars, seven and eight. That's Mike McCarthy and Michael McCann. Just a little bit of rubbing on the front guards there. Nothing too serious for race control to look at there. In behind the 13 of Varun Chotsky. Just a thought looking at what's ahead of them as well. That is going to start to get really interesting quickly. With this many cars together, you just can't take the optimum line. And if they do catch up to... TJ Fisher along with uh, Matt Graham and Lee Key. Surely that could only be good news for Riley Dickinson. On the back of this train, by the way, now is Efren Castro. He's in 11th position. So this is an extraordinary group of cars. Six of them from sixth down to 11th position. Now you see here, it looks like uh, when we got into the fast section on the, on the stretch there, coming out of 13 into 14 down the front stretch. Looks like McConnell's able to pull a little bit of a lead on talking. We get back in here where someone gets a little more technical here, and I think the biggest thing is going to be the braking going into seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, going into seven. And then seven out through ten. 
Uh, it looks like Grant Talkie's quite fast right there. He gains on McCann. Is he going to gain on him enough to capitalize on it? I don't know. But if you watch, I think going into 10, if we get a good shot of it, uh, I'd be surprised if you didn't see my, uh you don't see Grant Talkie going a little Matt bit Grant wider. Down Look the at this. Inside. Look at this. Down the inside. That is a pass for position. And it's third position. Graham taking all the curb and trying to get up the inside of the Apex Capital number 58 of TJ Fisher. They're side by side. Going into 12 now. Fisher on the inside. The Northumbrian driver gets through and he's on the podium as it stands right now in the Moser Consulting uh, 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 sponsored car. Wow, that was, I mean, that took three corners to get done, but that was a brave move to start, Sean. I thought it brave and brilliant all at once. It, it was clean. He, he got in there and said, okay, it's getting a little getting a little dicey right now, but I'm going to stick with the plan, and I thought that worked out great. He's going to have to defend down to turn one as the number 58 goes to the outside. That's TJ Fisher, and look who's lurking in the background. Lee Keane right there in the 311 RS, but the bright red car with the white cross on the front of it, a little bit of a defensive entry to turn four from the young Englishman. Now through five and six. Oh, he's taking liberties over that six curve. Might get a warning for that. Had two Michelins over the inside of the two-tone blue and white curb there and just straight-lined it while he races in the British Championship for Porsche Carrera Cup. They support the British Touring Cars, so you've seen plenty of uh, curb hopping in the events that he's been up by watching the touring cars that was a touring car line there not a GT line going through five into six absolutely you see the bottom of your screen there the battle for rank right now between those three competitors wow and uh, right now out in front uh, our, our top crew they've just kind of checked out right now they're doing their own thing Kelly Moss Road Race uh, sticking to what we both agree John has to be the plan of hey just let it be Mm-hmm. Let's stay where we are. Yeah. It's going to work out for everybody. We can all celebrate. Keep doing this. Meanwhile, behind them, as they're just doing their own thing and running really well as a team together, which is great to see, there, there's just a whole epic battle going on behind them. 8.8 seconds between these two and Matt Graham, who's just got into third place, who's pulled out actually almost half a second, a wee bit more than half a second. He's really strong from 10 through to the end of the lap, Matt. Gets through 10 very quickly indeed. That's where he... And he made the pass. I just wonder if Kai Van Perlo might drop back from Riley Dickinson a little bit, cool his tyres down, and then try and go for the fastest lap and take the point for the fastest lap towards the end of the race. Yeah. I don't think he's going to try any kind of overtaking manoeuvre. He got burnt with that yesterday. Zero point score yesterday. And that's two zeros in a row. That's the last round, the second round at Road America. And yesterday he was assessed a drive-through penalty. Uh, that was done at the end at the uh, last lap, so he couldn't take it. So that that was converted to a time penalty. It took him outside of the top 15. So he saw his points lead coming into this championship turned into a 11 point and 11 point deficit. If you're just joining us, the big story is that Parker Thompson, who was leading the championship, got clipped by an out of control Trenton Estep. We're not sure what was going on with Trenton's. Uh, number six car down into turn one hardly any speed scrubbed up off at all and both of those cars are out of the race Jeff Gordon is very much in the race and he is in 18th position and 12th in class learning 
progressing. Yes. Moving forward. Every Evan time. Ham will be delighted with that. Every time he's out on there, they are sticking to the plan. And uh, as oh, we spin. Oh, big spin. And that was a touch by the number 77. That's the Travis Wiley car, and he spun around the number eight of Michael McCann. That's going to be a penalty, I think, for that number 77, Travis Wiley. He came down the inside rather optimistically, and you could almost see the look of horror on his face when he realised he wasn't going to be able to back out of it. Almost had position, but almost is not having position. And that's going to be a penalty, I think. Yeah, there had to have been a little bit of a touch. We couldn't see it much from this angle, but, but the way both those cars went around, there had to have been a little bit of assistance there. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting that car around. Here we get, We see our leaders right here looking very, very comfortable. Uh, now pushing nine seconds lead over the rest of the pack. We don't see that a lot in this uh, series. It doesn't happen. No, it just doesn't happen. But that's what – here's a perfect example of uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Right here. Well, and they're not fighting each other, Sean. Right. When you don't fight each other, Riley Dickinson at the moment is effectively doing a practice or qualifying session. He's able. There's, there's nobody to lap right now. Yep. There's nobody to defend against. Uh, he's just picking the optimum racing line and following him, his teammate, Kai Van Berlo, doing the same, possibly getting a little bit of a draft down the longer straights. And that's why I think he might just drop back a little bit and then give it a good run yep. and see if he can get a good run towards the line. It might be a little bit too close. Get too close, of course. The disturbed air from the car in front isn't hitting the aerodynamic surfaces of the car that's following in the same way. And therefore, it's not as efficient. So that'll be the 91 then of Matt Graham coming through in third. TJ Fisher has resumed in fourth position uh, sorry no it was his teammate that went around excuse me Lee Keane and then Varon uh, Trotsky now that'll be his best finish uh, for certainly for this season if Varon could stay in the top six then Mike McCarthy then Grant Tolkien the battle for the Pro-Arms now in ninth and tenth position with Efren Castro a comfortable three seconds or so ahead of his championship rival and championship leader, Alan Metney. But Metney would take, as it stands now, would take a 14-point lead into the two Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta rounds to end off the season. It's the last couple of days of, August, uh, of uh, September and the first couple of days of October. So first weekend in October... And remember, we're racing on, we're starting practice and qualifying on Wednesday and racing for the Challenge Series and the Single Manufacturer Series on Thursday and Friday. Saturday is the WeatherTech race. And Grant Tolkien is taking more and more curb to the point where if he goes much further to the right there, He's so far off the track, they're going to want to check his pass before he gets back on again. <laughs> and, you know, with, with, if it works out with our program class here, with uh, Efren Castro staying where he is with that 14-point uh, lead, narrowing that lead down uh, from 19 to 14, if we learned anything from, uh, you know, 30 minutes ago, the way it happens here, and huh. versus what happened at the last two rounds last year, 14 points is nothing going into that uh, those last two final rounds. Anything can happen. Absolutely anything. But um, it, it do, if he held four... 14 points going into the last round. It means he could follow. Um, he could follow Efren 
to the line. Yes. And even if Efren won and Alan was second, he'd still win the championship. Exactly. If they were further down from there, he'd easily win the championship. Efren can only do what he's doing now. Efren needs to keep winning races. Yep. And he's continuing to do that. And that's very distinctive purple and black livery. Yeah, I, I've kind of felt like midway through this season, uh, not just in, in uh, our career cup, but in sprint challenge, Efren, he kind of had a different look in his eyes. Yeah, and he, he really has. Like, like just talking to him, interviewing him, spending time with him, uh, he has physically changed. And that looks like Grant Hockey. Yes, it and is. There was uh, a yeah. missed turn one, stepped out there, had to go all the way around those white pillars and back on track again. So we'll see exactly what happens the way uh, this ends up going down here. The thing for Efren is he won the championship last year. Yeah. So he knows he can do it. Yep. He won races last year, so he knows he can do it. And I think once you have that self-confidence, Sean, that, that's the thing that makes the difference. So now with that little run-on in turn one from Grant Tolkien in that uh, number 81 car, we have a battle for eighth and ninth. They're not in the same class. Notice the different headlamp colours, uh, the different wing end plates and door mirror colours. Uh, that is because Grant is in the pro class, which has silver or grey colours on the door mirrors and on the wing end plates bright white headlamps whereas the blue on the mirrors, the end plates and on the headlights which is very cleverly achieved by just putting a, a cross of blue tape over the headlamp lens Sure, but it's really helpful for us commentators brilliant whoever thought of not sure who thought of that but whoever did think of it thank you because those four bright spots of light in the headlights being three different colours for the three cl classes really does make it easy to spot which class they're in we're down to under six minutes Riley Dickinson who took the lead at uh, turn one relinquished it then got it back here's Dimitri DeMarcos fighting his way back through at turn one he goes up into 14th position Marco Cironi the pro-am car the black and yellow car that he's just gone through now Dimitri was one of the cars caught up in that incident when Trenton Estep went straight on a turn one and he lost a lot of time um, I, I don't think he was instrumental in it but he was certainly passed, parked across the track for a moment or two and meantime Jeff Gordon has the other Jeff Jeff Morsing right ahead of him in the uh, sort of uh, rhubarb and custard coloured car Morsing motor cars Gordon up into 17th overall right now yeah, an 11th in class. So he's knocking on the door of a top 10. He's halfway up the field. I think he'll take that all day, to be honest. Absolutely, he will. And there is a nice shot of Riley Dickinson and uh, his teammate, Kelly Moss Road Race teammate right there, of Kai Van Berler. The two of them working very, very well together. As I mentioned earlier, teamwork makes a dream work for the two of them. That's going to be a sweet victory for Riley Dickinson if he can just hold it together with a little bit of luck. And, of course, championship points looking in the right direction for Kai Van Berlo as he entered this race before the initial green flag flew. Uh, probably very frustrated yeah. as the hopes of a championship could have possibly been slipping out of his grasp. And now all of a sudden, keeping in mind it's motorsports, anything can happen. And bing, bam, boom, he's sitting like he'd be up on top of the leaderboard. And uh, so right now it's just a matter of nobody wants this four minutes and 13 seconds gone more than that, those two competitors right now. You know, you can't have a, what, 16-round championship and have everything go right for you. Right. 
and for every single driver they will have had a bad race or a bad weekend by the end of this season nobody had a clean weekend here in the three races that we had here right. last year some people had one and a half good races some people even had two good races nobody had three good races here and even with two races left to go you've got to think that someone unfortunately the racing gods will be smiling on some and not on others correct and that's basically what it comes down to that you've got to remember that you run your own race you get the points this this time of the season you take the points that are on offer it's like any league whether it's a stick and ball league you take the points that are on offer if you have to if you have to win ugly or if you have to take third place points you take the third place points yes you do and, and move on for another day as the lap competitors not coming becoming a pro- much of an issue no, right nice, now nice driving that, that was Grady, uh, Grady Willingham getting right out of the way he's been uh, around the block uh, a few times and made sure that he was not a factor in that battle for the lead Kai Van Berlo closing up now to his Kelly Moss Road Race teammates it's the orange flashes on front and rear of that green and white racing for children's the children's hospital great corporate responsibility Sean absolutely it is so many of these teams and drivers across the IMSA paddock and particularly here in Porsche Carrera Cup North America with our presenting sponsor of Visit Cayman Islands I've had the honor of being involved with some unveiling of some of the uh, different cars for racing for children's uh, down in Alabama and uh, what a great cause it is that they race for uh, you know they, they have a lot of the children coming out uh, as acting crew chiefs and things of this nature to a lot of the races had the opportunity to meet a lot of them and uh, it's an awful lot of fun when, uh, when you're bringing something that you love like motorsports and racing and something you love as far as just wonderful cures for cancer and things of that nature for the children. And what a great program Kelly Moss Road Race has. Yeah, well, what a horrible day for Kyle Washington who has just been lapped by the leaders. Confirmation of the 126-0 from Riley Dickinson. That's worth a point in the championship stakes. Sixth and seventh battling. That is the white, red and black car of Varun Chotsky for Wright Motorsports. And it's another Kelly Moss machine behind him. And that is Michael McCarthy in the lilac-flashed car. McCarthy having his eyes set on the number 13 there. But running out of race here as we are almost inside a minute left to go. Lap 24 right now. And Mike McCarthy had a great race going on early I think got a little of assistance coming off of 12. Made the best of it right now, but needless to say, Kelly Moss Road and Race, if you look at the positions of where their three main cars are now, just a very, very impressive run. And uh, nothing can be taken away from the rest of the competitors, but uh, boy, they have done a fine job. White flag being thrown by Tony with some gusto up on the start to stand. And so we have two and a half miles to go in this Porsche sports car together festival weekend at Indianapolis Motor Speedway and round 14 of the Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands and the winners of the championship going down to Grand Cayman for an all expenses holiday as part of the 
title partnership with Visit Cayman Islands. They'll be going to visit the famous Stingrays out in the beautiful clear water down there. Great gastronomy down there, some fabulous eating places. And that's what they're battling for, but they're also battling in this pro class to take the eye of Porsche and potentially go and have that shootout in Europe for the Porsche Young Driver spot. It's going to be a double up on the podium for Kelly Moss Road and Race. The teams are coming out to the pit wall. They've been allowed out there by race control. 25 laps will be completed. The lights are flashing from Riley Dickinson. He goes across the line and he has marked himself as a championship contender here. Pulled him right back, pulled himself right back into it. But what a turnaround in two races. Kai van Berlo, who was so frustrated at getting a big fat zero yesterday with a late race penalty on his teammate when he made an ill-advised move. He's back in the championship lead. I'll give you the points in a moment as Efren Castro cuts down the lead of Alan Metney as he comes to the line flashing his lights now down to just 14 points at the head of that championship and Mark Kwame in the arm category back to form he will increase his lead over John Goetz uh, John Goetz excuse me to uh, 16 points what an impressive run for all of our leaders, not just the pro class, but pro-ams and ams. And there is a Kelly Moss Road race team, very familiar group of guys and gals down there. And what an effort uh, they put forth every single time, not just when they're at the racetrack, well, but at the shop at home. It is day and night work for these guys, and it shows. And what, what an amazing, amazing team they are. And kudos to everyone involved with uh, what, what a wonderful great weekend it was so first victory in the championship for Riley Dickinson and the fifth different winner since the inception of the pro championship Sebastian Prio, Kai van Berlo, Parker Thompson Trent Nestep became the first USA driver to take a win he's since had two more and now Riley Dickinson I was talking quite a lot with Riley earlier on this afternoon he was over at the eSports arena he's a keen eSports competitor as well and he was taking on uh, our new champion uh, off from the esports uh, Randall Haywood and he was just a few tenths away on a one lap shootout so good in real life good in virtual reality great victory for Riley Dickinson and here is the confirmation then by half a second a 1-2 for Kelly Moss Dickinson ahead of Van Berlo 53 from 3 Matty Graham over from the UK in the British Championship uh, the number 91 MDK Motorsports coming home in 3rd uh, after a bit of an inauspicious start when he had to take the loop at turn 1 TJ Fisher just off the podium for top racing in 4th Lee Keane in 5th Varan Chotsky I think that's his best uh, result for uh, his team uh, Efren Castro ahead of Alan Metney in the Pro-Ams going down through the teens into the 20 Jeff Gordon 16th position 11th in class Mark Kwame ahead of John Getz in 19th and 20th those were the best of the Am drivers with Bill Smith in 3rd position Travis Wiley Thomas Collingwood Richard Edge Michael McCann 
Jeffrey Myshak, uh, Craig Conway. Kyle Washington had problems earlier on, as, as did Grady Willingham. Parker Thompson and Trenton Estep not finishing the race. Zero points for them. Just an option, but McKenna didn't make the start. Well, by my calculations then, let's add these points up. We know that Parker Thompson uh, has not been able to increase uh, his 279. And so that's 197, 198, 223, I reckon that. So your top three now... Uh, as we go into the final two rounds, Kai Van Berlo on 270, 259 for Parker Thompson in second, 230 for Trenton Estep in third, and 223 for Riley Dickinson in fourth position. We have 56 points available at Michelin Raceway Road. Atlanta. In the Pro-Am drivers, Alan Metney's lead is cut by 5 to 14 over Efren Castro. Those two really the only two still in uh, with a realistic chance. Although Marco Cironi, where did he finish uh, today? Was he down the field? Yes, he was. He was only in fifth. Uh, he would need uh, a bit of a helping hand to come through and challenge. Uh, and in the AM category, Mark Kwame increases his lead to 16 over John Goetz. John Goetz in, in second place. Uh, it's Bill Smith still in third, but his uh, hopes of anything better than second in the championship beginning to evaporate. Kenny Moss uh, are now uh, pulling ahead even further there were 12 points to the good I reckon that will make them 17 points to the good uh, this afternoon as we leave Indianapolis Motor Speedway so plus 17 for Kelly Moss Road and Race over uh, over actually it'll be more than that because it'll be MDK Motorsports uh, who've come through into no they're a point away from second so that's a big stretch away for Kelly Moss over JDX who didn't score in that second race so they'll stay on 263 so that's going to be 300 to 263 for JDX and MDK Motorsport I reckon are 262 uh, in third place so Riley Dickinson gets the win and Sean is down there uh, let's hear from the young man who's just as good in real life as he is on the sim racing. <laughs> Riley Dickinson, in. what a special day. Not just winning in Indianapolis here, yeah. but your first win, yeah. working well with your teammate, man. Congratulations. Just tell me right now, what's initially going through your head for you and a Kelly Ross World race team? <laughs> Excitement, I guess, <laughs> is the understatement. But, yeah, I mean, to do it here in Indianapolis, I can't thank everyone at Kelly Moss Road Race enough. Jones Hospital of Alabama and as well as yes. Portia Austin, you know, great supporters back home. And I just I can't thank everyone enough who's made this possible. I, um, Efren Castro. Efren Castro, thank you, thank you, man. You're the best. Uh, Mom and Dad, everyone back at home watching right now, thank you, thank you, thank you. We did it. We did it. And, and I, I don't want to hold you up anymore. You and the Race for Children's team. Yeah. It's time to kiss the bricks, brother. Don't let me hold you up. Let's do this thing. Do Congratulations. Yeah! Well, that is wonderful. And the fifth winner in the history of this pro series that started last year. And... It is a tradition. You win at Indianapolis. That's uh, Kai von Berlo just congratulating his teammate. You win at Indianapolis. You kiss the bricks. 
And now the bricks go all the way from the start-finish line under the pagoda into the fan zone. And Riley Dickinson says, come on, team, you're part of this. You're all part of this. This is quality stuff from the young man. He wants his team around him. Nine house bricks wide. The original surface of Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And the first win in Porsche Carrera Cup North America for Riley Dickinson, the fifth driver to stand on top of the podium in the two years of this series. And he's in third position in the championship and closing right in. That's pulled everything together. A bit of a schmuzzle at the start, and that was where Riley got through. He lost the lead for just a moment or two, but then gained it back. Matty going wide, Matty Graham going wide and coming back in in fifth position. He'd fight his way through later on. Van Berlo got to the lead. Dickinson fought back after some side-by-side with uh, Van Berlo and Graham. Then the big incident, not just for this race, but for the championship. Parker Thompson leading the championship, clipped by Trent Nestem, third in the championship. Neither of those two getting to the finish and... Handing the championship lead back to Kai Van Berlo. Matty Graham, the man making the moves over from the Porsche Carrera Cup GP over the curbs at turn 10 and eventually going by TJ Fisher to claim his spot on the podium at Indianapolis. Man from Northumberland will be delighted about that. This and the Motor Consulting Car, a very, very good trip out stateside for Matt Graham. At the line, first and second for Kelly Moss Road and Race. They stretch their lead in the Edmonds Championship through to cut down the Pro-Am lead to just 14 points, Efren Castro. Riley Dickinson on top of the world at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.